Sometimes beliefs about meditation can show up as thinking about the practice. And I would say just because not all uh, some thoughts about the practice are useful. You know, some thoughts about the practice actually bring us more fully into the present moment. And this is a, a kind of a way we can, uh, I was talking last night about how do we know the difference between wisdom thoughts and um, thoughts of confusion or other kinds of thoughts. And I would say that if you're thinking about the practice and you're lost in those thoughts, probably there's some beliefs, some doubts happening. That if you wake up recognizing that you've been thinking about the practice, check in. That might be a good time to check in. What else is happening here? What's the attitude? What's the feeling? What's being believed? Variations on checking in to what's kind of there with those thoughts. And it is possible that the mind will wander thinking about the practice, and uh, some of it is being caught in in uh, some belief or idea about, well, this experience isn't quite right. What do I need to do? How you know? How should I be practicing? Um, and and then the thoughts will start going to something like more. You know, maybe this is just an example. You know. Oh, and you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I can just be with this. And then, you know, those kind of thoughts start bringing wisdom in, and the wisdom begins to wake us up. We can have that happen too, that the mind will wander around, and, and then the thoughts will stumble into wisdom, and then the wisdom will wake us up. And so we don't even have to have a kind of attitude that even if we're lost in thoughts, that it's inherently some kind of problem. In fact, when we're lost in thought, there's nothing we can do about it anyway. Only in that moment of returning. Can we check in? What's here? What's here in this moment? And if, you know, if wisdom has arisen in the thoughts and that's brought you back there may be a flavor of wisdom in that moment oh yes just this no resistance it's okay the mind can know this can be known that that phrase was coming in my mind during this meditation, this can be known. This can be known. And that was supportive. That thought was supportive. Keeping me, helping to keep the mind present. 
And sometimes there are states, you know, as our practice deepens, as the mindfulness gets more continuous, there can be in the meditation the experience of things happening quickly or kind of a streaming or a just a rapid popping of experience or you know just a kind of a or sometimes even just a vagueness like no idea what's happening here And if we have the idea or the belief that we need to know exactly what the object is for awareness to be doing its job the way we think it should be doing it, then that belief will kind of get in the way of just being with this this experience or this state of the mind. Sometimes it may just be the mind releasing objects Releasing, 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 streaming. There can be a feeling of unsettledness there because of the belief that I need to know. And so those beliefs can, it can just be be simply those beliefs that are kind of in the way of the deepening of the practice. And yet those beliefs need to be seen. The feelings, the attitudes about the practice need to be known. And so this isn't simply about just exposing these as, oh, that's a belief, I I don't need to believe that. Because some of these beliefs are very deeply held and they create the conditions for a lot of uh, clinging and emotional uh, response around experience. And sometimes there may be experiences of confusion or fear around the way the mind is knowing experience. And that confusion, that fear needs to be known. Not, not, it's not that we're trying to push through the fear or say, you know, that fear is just based on some belief, so it's not real. No, it is, this is a manifestation of the conditioning of this being clinging, and that clinging needs to be known. That knowing of the clinging, knowing of the relationship, knowing those beliefs, the wisdom, the understanding that comes with the knowing is what allows there to be a transformation around that. And it may may happen kind of easily and quickly just upon being seen, and sometimes it's a little, those, that condition is a little more tenacious, needing to be seen. Just like our, our normal, you know, everyday hindrances of, you know, habits and patterns of reacting to somebody doing something. Our uh, clinging, our beliefs, our views around the practice also need to be seen, understood. The wisdom will free them 
our idea, oh, I don't need to believe that, that will only go in so far. Do you have anything you want to add about beliefs in meditation? beautiful reflections um, on this. Uh, I think just how um, how helpful it is to first how easy it is to um, once a belief about meditation is recognized for under the cloak of delusion for aversion to kind of sneak in there and um, uh, and then the struggle begins um, with just even the belief about meditation and so in those moments just how helpful it is to uh, check that relationship So if uh, holding a belief is like this is not what's happening, then aversion towards holding a belief is like this becomes possible. Personally, I found that reflection very useful for my own practice this morning. (laughs) As I was meditating afterwards, it's like, oh, wow, there's another example. Oh, there's another example. It was really interesting. (laughs) So I'm reminded of uh, the story from the suttas that um, gives me a hope for all possibilities, a a story about a person who was being asked a lot of questions about the practice, and he was actually really sick, and uh, he was in his, he was potentially even on his deathbed, you know, and monks kept coming to him and asking him questions, and, and then they'd go off, and somebody else in that group would say, well, go ask him that question, and the guy would go ask him, and, and he says, enough, enough, just bring everybody here, let's just have a conversation. And uh, they start asking him questions, and he gives a teaching. And during that teaching, it said that the, 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 the at the end of those teachings, it often says, and so many people got enlightened at the end of that teaching. And and at this in this one, it says, and and all of the um, people got enlightened during this teaching, including the teacher. Mm-hmm. That the teacher. Uh, was teaching about some edge of his own practice and the very teaching of that freed his own mind. So, really feels great (laughs) to think about that possibility. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) So, um, 
couple of announcements.